Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast. I'm Rita Joyam, and I'm very, very happy to have you here today because I'm going to talk about three questions that is going to blow your mind. And how is it going to do that? These are the three questions that I received, and you're going to eavesdrop on the answers to them. Well, they're not even going to eavesdrop. I'm going to give them to you. But I want you to hear these answers because they got me really fired up. The questions were like, what advice for girls in their 20s trying to figure life out? What advice would you give? And if you're in your 20s, if you know someone in their 20s and they're trying to figure out life out, you really want to listen because it's not about figuring life out. It's about figuring yourself out. And being on that journey starts now. Like starts when you leave school, the journey of figuring yourself out. Because in school, you really don't do that because you're just trying to do exams and get through those exams and, you know, trying to fit in because that's, you know, how it all happens. But once you leave school now, it's about figuring yourself out. The second question that I got is, how do I surpass fear of disappointment and failure in myself? How do I surpass the fear of disappointment and failure? So I'm going to share some failures with you that I've had. And I don't know anyone on the planet who hasn't had a failure. I really don't know whether it's been weight loss, whether it's been career, whether it's been in business, whether it's been in parenting. Like it's a sort of reoccurring pattern that happens in everyone's life. But it's those reoccurring patterns that gives us the insight into ourselves. And that's what I really believe. But I want to like delve, dive deeper into that. That was alliteration of the D, by the way. And I want to dive deeper into that in the Q&A. And then lastly, the question that I received was, how can I overcome being afraid of choosing a career if I'm 35? And I feel it would be asking too much, as in impudent, to have a job that I like and that I'm too old. Now, if someone's getting fired up listening to that question, don't you worry, Anna, take care of that question. So listen up, guys, because they're my age to these cues. And if you're feeling them, if you're asking the same questions, then here are the answers, my two cents on all these questions of how to find your gift via these questions and unbox them. Facebook, welcome to Behind the Scenes, 9am, where we kick it off with three main questions that I've been asked, and I'm going to A, the Q, out of these questions. So, <laughs> does that make sense? I'm going to A, the Q, out of these questions. By the way, I'm wearing my 24-7 hat, and I'm wearing them quite a bit. 24-7 was a film festival where people had 24 hours to go and make a movie, and I emceed the event. So it had, I had 24 hours, 24-7, there you go, film festival to go out, make a movie, and um, bring in the goods. So I was emceeing that event, which is why if you're seeing what that says, it just says 24-7, in case you were wondering. And it's my one of my favorite hats. Okay, in fact, it's my only hat that's like this. Usually my other hat's like wide-brimmed because I'm going to use it in the sun. I'm going to just like be practical. But this is really, I, I might get a few more because I'm starting to wear quite a bit, especially in behind the scenes. So first question for this morning, what advice for girls in their 20s trying to figure out what trying to figure life out so what advice for girls in their 20s trying to figure life out in your 20s and you're trying to figure life out here's what i would say don't try and figure life out because there's a lot to figure out or maybe it's more no there's not lots of, a lot to figure out hey we're all trying to figure it out but what i would suggest is in your 20s because you've just done like a whole heap of years of schooling and you've been cocooned and you haven't seen the world, experienced the world in the way that, you know, you've read about the world in books. 
you might have gone on holidays here and there, but you haven't really seen or understood the world. So I would say, don't try and figure the world out. Figure yourself out. Because when you can figure yourself out, now you know what to bring to the world to make it your contribution, to make your value add, to make it that much little, much better than how you found the world. You'll see your value in all of that. Does that make sense? So don't try and figure out the world. Figure yourself out. And how are you going to figure yourself out? Well, what is it that you, that you naturally gravitate towards? What is it that you love to do? What's a dream that you've always wanted to have happen for you? And if you don't know what that thing is, that thing that lights you up, that thing that gives you energy, that thing that inspires you, what does inspiration mean? Inspiration means an injection of oxygen. To inspire is to inhale oxygen. To expire is to get that oxygen out. So what gives you inspiration? What gives life? What gives you oxygen when you think about it that you would love to do? And then go and take the big fat leap and just do that. Because quite honestly, this is your moment. This is your moment in time to be able to really deliver on that thing that you'd love to do now. And then playing it safe. That's my, that's my point. If, for example, you don't know what that thing is, if, for example, you don't know what that thing is that you would love to do, then what I would suggest for you is, well, go find it. What is the thing that, what's the passion? What is the dream? What's the goal? If you don't know what it is, one of the ways in which you can create insight into yourself is go do the passion finder process, the passion process. It's on unboxyourgift.com. It's free. There's nothing to it. You just go through the motions of what it's asking you to do. And quite frankly, within 30 minutes when I've done it with people, people find out what they're good at. Like they really, it's even an aha moment. Like, yeah, I've always wanted to do that. Or, oh, I never knew that. So it's one or the other. Or it's even a confirmation. Like, that's true. Like, that's what I've always wanted to do. But I just haven't got myself to do it. Because, I don't know, I just didn't want to do it. Just didn't want to do it. That's all. Didn't want to do it. So that's what you're going to find. So figure out yourself how you're going to do it. Find what that thing, that passion is that you want to have happen for you. Go and get that. Go and work towards that. Don't play it safe in terms of, you know, maybe I should just, you know, be in my corner like everybody else. Go do that. And if you don't know what that thing is, then do some, something like the passion process. It's free. It's available. It's online. And it's, a, it's there for you. Now, what I would also say to you is once you figure out what it is that you want to do, like really big time what I want to do, like big time, like not playing small, like to fit in, but big time, is work the discipline muscle. In your 20s, it's where to get habits, habits that are going to serve you for your life. So you want to learn how this is where it comes, this is what it means to figure life out. Life will become more meaningful if you can work on yourself. Life will become more meaningful because life demands so much of you in that it demands more of you. And the way to give more of you and to be in line with life and to out-hack life, so to speak, if you want to hack life, is work on your own discipline muscle. Work on your patience muscle. So in other words, keep your word to yourself. That's the hardest thing in the world, whether you want to work for someone else, whether you want to work for yourself, whether you want to do your own thing, whether you want to be, you have to keep your word. If you can keep your word to yourself, then in the moment where God gives you an opportunity, you're going to be more inclined to say yes to it for the reason that you know that you will do whatever it takes to, to keep your word to yourself and make this happen. And the results, you have no control over the results. You could work 150 hours a week. I don't know if that's even possible. But you could work 150 hours a week. 
and do all the right things and get all the right coaches and get the right support and have everything going your way, but the result may not suit that. Because the results, are, you and I aren't control of the results. We're only control, in control of the effort. We are in control of effort, but not result. Result is another huge realm, and that's with God. Like, you know, we can, we can might not work at all. Like, work a bit, little bit there, a little bit there, and that person just gets, ah, it's, it's, not in our, it's not in our realm of influence. Our realm of influence is the effort. And so what you want to do in your 20s is work out what that one thing that you want to love, that you would love to do, go and get that, go chase that, go pursue that. If you don't know what it is, do the passion process or find out what it is another way. And then thirdly, work on your discipline muscle. Keep your word to yourself always. Keep your word to others always. That will help you work life out. Then those things like I feel worthless, I don't feel like I'm worthy, um, you know, putting yourself down, you know, uh, being in relationships with friends or with looking for a, you know, a spouse or, you know, what you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to devalue yourself is what I'm trying to say. You're not going to chase the wrong thing if you work on yourself. By looking outside of yourself and focusing on other people, you will find that you're going to chase the wrong things. But if you just work on yourself, the biggest project you have between now and the moment that you end, like we were off planet Earth, you are your biggest investment and you are your biggest project. And if you can get a handle on who you are and we'll start working on that, because there are people in their 50s and 60s don't know who they are. Mm -mm, they don't. Because this, this thing of looking for what you are and what you do, this insight is missing. And so if you can just work that and work on yourself, you will be a much happy camper and you'll be able to recognize what your value add is into the world, your value add in a relationship, your value add as a friend, your value add as an employee. And it's not ego. You're not looking for ego. You're looking for just healthy self-esteem, just healthy confidence, just an inner knowing, not an arrogance, but a healthy just this is what I bring to the table. This is what I can do because I can keep to my word. If the result's not there, I'm going to keep my word to my effort because I know I have control over effort and I'm going to do what it takes with my effort. But results, nobody, nobody has control over that. So that's what I would do. Um, and one other thing that I would make mention in your 20s, make a list of what you're going to tolerate in your life and what you're not going to tolerate. What are you going to tolerate in your life? And what are you not going to tolerate? Because in your 20s, you're kind of working things out. I find that in your 20s, you're working it out because you've been cocooned for so long in school that your 20s are the time to say, well, this is what I'm going to tolerate from myself, from others, and here's what I'm not going to tolerate. And now you're going to, and you need to, you need to keep your word to those lists because you're going to surpass a lot of crazy people. Like if you get into the wrong relationship, if you get into the wrong um, you know, you, you start getting to know the wrong person for marriage, things like that, you're going to know, well, am I going to tolerate this or I'm not going to tolerate this? Am I going to be okay with that or am I not going to be it, But you have to understand what your, what your thermostat is for the tolerance of this. And you'll be able to see red flags a lot easier if you know yourself and know what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate. Does that, does that make sense? So that's what I would say so that you don't feel you're taken for granted and that you yourself don't take yourself for granted.
um, because your 20s are the times that you're going to find the world right you've read about the world you've, you've done a few holidays but you're actually now going to see it for what it is and the best way that you can work life out is to work yourself out and i would go and do that okay that's my your cue thank you for that question it's a great question second question how do i su surpass fear of disappointment and failure in myself how do i surpass fear of disappointment and failure in myself well gosh i actually did a post on this on instagram yesterday I don't know a person on earth that doesn't, hasn't experienced failure. Failure in anything, failure in losing weight, failure in their career, failure in a project, failure in a relate. I, I, I honestly don't know. And you've actually experienced, you're just, it's coming up a lot. I remember even the beginning of this year when I had worked my butt off for the past two years working for myself, I came up across this year. And I was feeling really, uh, what's the word, deflated. I was feeling really, really deflated. And the reason why I was feeling deflated was because I hadn't achieved what I wanted to achieve. That's the word. I hadn't achieved and I felt like a failure. Beginning of this year, I really felt like a failure. And I was just questioning everything in any, I was just questioning everything. Like, what the hell am I doing? Am I doing the right thing? Dear God, help me. Give me direction. I just, like, I, this was the intention and the intention is here, but I'm going here and I don't know how to re recalibrate to go back there. And I feel like I've wasted time. I've wasted energy. I've wasted, re I just don't know what, it, I was in that place, which was not a very, you know, happy, healthy, positive place. But what I recognized of myself is that there's two things. There's two things that I recognize. And this is all about my, my previous question is it's about knowing yourself. And I think failure, which I considered it to be a failure. I personally considered not a failure is in I just didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve. Right. And so for me, that just means is I needed to. There's a lesson that's God, that God is teaching me that I have to understand. Because remember, I can put the effort in, but the result is not in my realm. The result is not I have control over. I only have control over my effort. And I did everything I could in my effort, in my human effort, to make what I wanted happen for the past two years. It just didn't go the way I wanted it to be. And so what I really, really realized was that, number one, what's my lesson that I need? So what is this teaching me? How, do I, how am I knowing more about myself? What are my triggers? Like what's triggered me to make me feel this way? What did I not achieve? Why did I feel this way? Like what to other people, it was a success what I've done for the past two years. But to myself, why am I feeling this way? Like what did I want to get? So I'm trying to understand myself more. And so what happens is that once I got that lesson is that there's, there's, a, there's a, you know, there's a lesson here. Let me unravel that for myself. And then the second thing I came to terms with is that everything is a darn experiment. I'm going to take everything as an experiment. I'm not going to take myself so seriously and so intensely because I'm a very intense person, right? Like if I want to do something, I'm very intense about it. I'm not going to be tense about anything anymore is what I promised myself. So I'm just not going to be tense anymore. And what I've decided to do is just take everything like an experiment. Like what's an experiment? Experiment is this is the hypothesis. This is what we're hoping to achieve. Here's the method. Here's what we're going to do. Like go back to science class. I was going taking myself back to science class. The hypothesis is that this should work out. Right? How it's going to work out. Here is my method I'm going to do. And then I'm going to just experiment. And if it doesn't happen, well, then I've got to either change the method or I've got to change the hypothesis. 
and I got to keep doing that. I got to keep doing that until the experiment gets to a success. And I've taken everything now as an experiment. I don't even, because if I take myself so seriously that this is, has to work well, that was my lesson. And I know that if I get like that, I'm going to experience this mentality of I'm no good enough. I'm, I'm not. And it's not a healthy mentality and it's not serving me, but it was an insight for me to recalibrate. And the way I'm recalibrating is I'm taking everything on as an experiment that allows me the space to make mistakes, that allows me the space to quote unquote fail, that allows me to change my method and not be perfect, that allows me space to just get up and try again. Get up. Well, that's what an experiment is. And that's what really I'm trying to get through doing because in school, I realized that in school, if you got a, um, if you got a low mark, it was a fail. If you got below 50%, you failed. So it was a cut and dry thing. But in life, it doesn't work that way. In life, for the lady who, or the gentleman who asked what to do for girls, yeah, the lady who asked, what do I do in my 20s? Life is just that it's an experiment, an experiment in terms of how am I going to achieve that goal? And I've got to take, I put, this is now knowing yourself, if I take myself too intensely, then I'm going to be that cut, dry, fail, fail, um, fail pass thing. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. And so, like last year, for example, when I was talking about how I thought I failed, I have taught people how to find their passion. And I have had people cry when I've taught them how to find their passion because they say to me, for the first time in my life, I actually understand myself. Now, that's not a fail. That's a gift that someone could experience that. But overall, in two years, in the two years that I gave to my projects, I felt like a failure, but that wasn't a fail if someone had understood themselves better than what they had for so many years prior. And so why I'm saying that too is it's all an experiment because I could easily have said, I'm not going to teach people how to find their passion anymore. I'm going to take it off the internet. It's not going to be free anymore. I'm just not going to teach it anymore. No. Because it's a, but I would, I would not be able to, you know, give this thing to people that can, I would miss out on all the people who could find out that's the way I tick. That's how I am the way I am. That's how I, I realize I'm engineered to be. And I would take that away from people. And that's not my call to make because if someone's benefiting just because I don't feel good about myself and I've got my own issues, well, then I need to work that thing out. And the way that I've done it for myself, and I'm just being really transparent and open here, is because that would be selfish of me, right? Because it didn't happen on my terms, right? You know what I mean? And the intention wasn't to take it away from people. It's just I didn't think that I was good enough to be able to give this, right? It's just, it's not, if someone has experienced a result, a, a, a positive, not just a firm, an effective, a result that gets them to understand themselves, which is why we go and, you know, study for university. That's why we go and do a seminar. That's why we read a book so we can understand ourselves better. At the end of the day, we just want to be better people then who am I to use my own inflated, it didn't work out the way I wanted to work out, and take that away from the market? If it's working for people, then I'm just going to leave it there, which is exactly what I did, and I'm going to take myself on by experimenting with myself. I'm going to take myself on by just using everything as an experiment, which is why I'm doing experiments a lot, which is why every day I'm working towards just getting out of my comfort zone. And so how do you surpass your fear of disappointment? What's the lesson in it for you? What do you need to learn? And second of all, adopt that. Do Take yourself on as an experiment. Take yourself on. And, I will, I, and I'm going to just say from someone who is doing that, 
It allows you to just make mistakes and improve on that. It allows you the space to not be perfect. It allows you the space to not compare yourself to everybody else on social who you're thinking, they've made it and I haven't. You know, it, 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 it discriminates that feeling of, I'm not good enough, I'm not, it discriminates on that, on that feeling, it discriminates, oh, excuse me. and that's what you want. Because right now, this feeling of failure is, and disappointment is over, it's like an overcast, it's like a cloud, it's overcasting your thoughts. And the reason is you're taking yourself way too seriously. And yes, you probably haven't gotten to where you are. Hey, many people haven't. Many people fail themselves to success. You've heard that. You fail yourself to success. You fail and fail and fail till you arrive. But secondly, you know, firstly, what's the lesson in it for you? You need to work that out for yourself. You need to work that out for yourself. Do the passion process. Do anything. Work it out. What's, what's, what's that recalibration trying to teach you? And then secondly, and most importantly, do start doing experiments on yourself. Take it on as an experiment. The next thing you want to work out is losing weight. If it's starting a new job, if it's studying something, if it's traveling, if it's saving money, if it's mastering how to use an iPhone, whatever it is that you want to be good at, work on, I'm going to experiment on this. I'm going to experiment how to take great pictures on an iPhone. I'm going to experiment on how to be a better, 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 be a better student as I'm learning at university. I'm going to experiment. I'm going to experiment, and I, I have to say that will allow you to just make mistakes, make mistakes, make mistakes, make mistakes, without feeling down about it. But make mistakes with the understanding that there's improvement here. That there's, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer to getting the goal, to attaining the goal, to understanding, to gaining insight. Remember, sight is what you see with your eyes. Insight is what you see with your heart. All right, one more question. We're going to keep going because we're nearly out of time. Uh, I only wanted to make these about 15, 20 minutes. So let's just quickly go to the third question. So I hope that answered your question. And thank you for your question. I appreciate it. How can I overcome being afraid of choosing a career if I'm 35 and I feel it would be asking too much, as in impudent, to have a job that I like and that I'm too old? Let me read that again. Hmm. How can I overcome being afraid of choosing a career if I am 35 and I feel it would be asking too much as in impudent to have a job that I feel like, that I like and I that I'm in too old? Number one, who would you not be showing respect to? Because impudent means that you're not showing respect to someone. So if you got a job at 35 that you liked, like it's, it's like you're feeling guilty about that. Who would you feel disrespectful towards? Like is it an employer? Is it? I don't know who. Who would you feel disrespectful towards? That's my question to you. Like, I don't understand as an impudent. I would need more context about that. But looking on at that question in the outset, what I would say is the first thing that you would need to do if you're looking to overcome... 35 is not old. I mean, 35, I'm looking at your question because I'm going, on, and 35 is just staring at me. What would you say if you, when you turn 45 or 55 or 75? Like 35 is age. Here's what I know about age. Oh, age is just perspective from where you are. From, to a 35-year-old, to you being 35, 65 is old, right? To a 65, 35 is young. 
Yet to a 28-year-old or a 20-year-old, 35 is old. It's perspective. It's just perspective. And I know the 55-year-olds that I know, the 65-year-olds that I know, they feel like they're 25. They feel like they're 35. They don't feel 65, 55. They don't. And it's just age is go do what you want and forget your age. Don't let your, you're allowing your age to define what you can and can't do. So what, what, what your understanding has to be is you're already putting your parameters, is that I'm 35 and this is what I have to do or this is only what I can do or I've missed the boat somehow. Like you go read a book called The Benefit of Thinking Long and just message me about the, the exact title because I'm sure that's not the title. But basically this book talks about everyone over 40 or 45 over 45 or over 50, like what is considered maybe to you old, questioner, and how they actually arrived to their contribution in the world past the age of 40 or 50. You know, the, the benefit of thinking long, just message me and I'll give you the title of the book because it's an, an outrageously fantastic book. And the, the book is all about people who made it were a success, quote unquote, depending on what your definition of success is, and they chose a job that they liked, your question, a job that they loved past the age of 40 and 50. And, and so 35 is not old. And how do you become, like, how do you overcome that? Well, number one, it's your psychology that you need to overcome. Your psychology is what's preventing you from overcoming. If age is stopping you, then I can guarantee you, and the, 30, the age of 35, that, that belief of being 35 is stopping you then I can guarantee you've got other hang-ups in, in other areas of your life as well. I pretty much can guarantee that. Because age, you're either going to use it for yourself, like it, it's got to be your weapon. At any age that you're at, you've got to use your uh, age as a weapon. A weapon is not a weapon of destruction, as a weapon of, as your armour. Like this is why it's good to be 35. Weapon is not the right word, as your armour. And so you've got to use your age as your armor. And how is being 35? Make a list. Why is being 35 a good thing for you? Why is, and there are good things. Ask any 35-year-old who's enjoying being 35. Ask yourself, what are, what are the benefits of being 35? You're still young enough to know what you want and old enough to make it happen. That's the first thing. You're still young enough to know what you want and old enough to go make it happen. You're not 16 years old and can't, you know, you need parental consent to do, you know, you know what I mean, to go to a, an excursion. You are young enough to know what you want and that could be said for anyone who's 45, anyone who's 55, anyone who's 65, anyone who's 75, anyone who's 85, etc. You're young enough to know what you want and old enough to make it happen. And 35, for goodness sake, go speak to a 55-year-old. Go speak to someone who is in their 90s and ask them, have you missed the boat at 35? Like, don't take my word for it. Go and ask someone who has, who is in a nursing home. When I was in school, when I was walking to school every for six years, going to high school, I would have to, and this is Stratfield Girls High School, I used to go to Stratfield Girls High School, in, and I, I would walk past this nursing home. And if you're familiar with the suburb of Strathfield in Sydney, it's this one road that we would work on. It was dark. It was like defocused. It was like damp. And these poor people who were in this nursing home had this the nursing home had no shade, like no sun, no sun ever, like ever was on this. Oh, it was just a dark place. 
And I used to walk past that nursing home and just my heart would break for every person sitting on the balcony just waiting to die. It was just all it was, it was just waiting to die. And they were easily in their 90s. And I would think to myself, but I would just to ask, and for you to go to a nursing home and ask that person sitting in the rocking chair, because no family is visiting them. They've got some stranger changing their bed sheets and giving them a wipe down. Like, you know what I mean? Like this human, this soul has lived a life. It's got dignity. He or she has had purpose once in their life. They had a reason to get up. They had a reason to move on in their life. And now they're stuck in this crazy, crazy cocoon of a, of a place called a nursing home waiting to die. Go and speak to that individual in a nursing home and ask them if 35 is too old. And maybe they'll tear up and say, "If we, I wish I could be 35. Maybe they'll tear up and say, what, what a, what a, what a, what a ass-kicking you need to even be thinking that. Because quite honestly, it's a gift that you are. And what a gift that you've asked this question because it's got me so fired up that hopefully by me being this fired up, you're going to see that, my God, don't miss on the opportunity. Don't you be that person in your 90s thinking, my God, I wish I had not thought that 35 was old. Like, like come on. And you're living in a great country, like maybe, I don't even know where this questioner is from. I have, been, I have no idea where you're living. But 35, you're young enough to know what you want and old enough to make it happen. And by God, you've got an opportunity that's going to totally, you just have to know. And this is the second thing that I'll say is maybe you're just feeling old because you have hang-ups. You, you literally have a belief system. You have a belief system that's not helping you move through life. What do I mean by a belief system? Whatever, your, whatever conversation that you're having in your brain does not help you. Your internal dialogue, your inside voice, the words that are being repeated in your head, they're not helping you. They're hindering you. So you must be saying on a daily basis, I feel old. Oh, my God, that's so, I'm so old. Oh, my goodness, I can't do that. Oh, my God, that would be great to do, but I've just missed. Whatever the conversation is, is what's really eating you up. And you need to go see a mindset coach. You need to go and go and see, go read a book, go read a go seminar, go, go hang around friends who are 45. Go hang around people, find people, go to meetup groups who are 45 and who are loving life, not crappy people who are just complaining about life. And that will change your context. That will change your internal dialogue. That will change your internal habit. It will change, ultimately, your belief. And that will change your ability to go for that next thing that you're wanting to, but you're feeling, what's the word that you used? Impudent. Like, who are you feeling impudent towards? Like, I don't even get that part of the question. Who are you feeling impudent towards? Like, how is it showing any disrespect? Like, it's just, please, give me more context on that question. But that's what I would say to you, questioner, is that the psychology that you have, there's a hang-up. And I appreciate you asking this question, and I'm grateful for the question, because it allowed you to, to have this, hopefully, kick up the ass, because it's what you need. It's what we all need. It's what, what I need when I become like this and I'm being that person for you so that you understand the gravity of your thoughts, that you understand the intensity of your thoughts. And can you imagine if you switch the intensity to thoughts that actually served you, to beliefs that actually served you? That's the difference. 
but go to a nursing home, go to someone who's in their 90s and ask them, like, is 35 old? Like, did I miss the boat? And don't take my word for it. Go get a real-life example of not just me saying it to you. But if you're going to ask me and that you, you have asked me and I'm answering the question, you really need to work on, and this is like, I don't know if this is a male or female that's asked this question, but as my brother or as my sister, I'm going to tell you, you got to work on your brain. you got to work on the internal dialogue that's happening because it's not serving. If you can change that about yourself, you wouldn't be asking this question. You'd be instead going, how do I make it happen? That would be your question. And I pray that you get to that level, that get to that stage because it's so easy. All you've got to do is just change and you have control over your beliefs. That thought's beautiful. You don't have to go to any guru and they have to, make, you know, none of that. You just, you are in control. You place those beliefs in your mind just as you place them unconsciously, you can now consciously in, with control take them out and replace them. So that's my 80. You, you're cute. This is only supposed to be 20 minutes, guys. We've gone for 30 minutes. They were great three questions. Guys, thank you so much for those questions. The questions were for those who are joining us now on Facebook and Insta, what advice would you give for girls in their 20, 20s trying to figure life out? Second one was how do I surpass fear and disappointment? And failure in myself and then obviously how do I overcome being afraid of choosing a career if I'm 35 and I feel old and I feel impudent to have a job that I feel good about those were excellent questions thank you hey Zainab how are you going they were brilliant questions I appreciate you taking the time I hope with sincerity and with love I've tried to be as honest and raw and real with answering those questions so I'm not fluffing it and making you feel good but I'm actually wanting you to just get so deeply rooted with the answer that it actually propels you to make a different move to have a different thought to make a different stand and that's the intention of the questions if i've seemed harsh it was not the intention the intention was to really get you to move in a direction that's different to where you are because that's where the answer is on the other side of that thank you so much for joining me for behind the scenes today guys and i'll see you tomorrow morning behind the scenes 9 a.m thank you guys Thank you, Insta. Catch you later. Facebook, we're going to end this, baby. Thanks, guys. Bye.